watching prohibition fall down. All right, Wake and Bake. Wake and Bake. I'm just shortening it to Wake and Bake now is the new name of the show. Anything after that, you can fill in. Wake and Bake Universal. I like it. Ooh, that is pretty good. That is powerful. <laughs> you got to combine it more like <laughs> Universal Worldwide. You like that? No, then we get sued, man. Then we get sued. <laughs> We're going to go to the Catalina Wine Mixer. Oh, God, what a classic. Any weekend, uh, you know. Step Brothers, <laughs> just a classic of its song. We were actually laughing about Will Ferrell. God, he's funny, man. So today's show, speaking of funny, you said there's some top-notch memes. If you guys don't watch the video show, you might be missing out a little bit on some of the memes. I don't know if it was the strain or whatever, but I was just sitting building this show on my back porch laughing like a madman. I know my wife thought I was crazy. <laughs> Maybe she'd look and see headphones in my ears. There was no headphones, you know? So, hey, what can you do? Also, in what's growing on, Scotty's been influenced by you're doing a book or something, Intelligence in Nature, is I, what you're listening to? I was asked to give you a book report. Okay. <laughs> is there intelligence in nature? Is the general conversation? Yeah, it was that's such a trip, man. Some of these books, the things that people think about for like a couple years of their lives, like intelligent people, man, when they go off the beaten path, it's fucking awesome. Thank you, Audible. I love <laughs> being able to check this shit out while I sleep. And if we get to it, Scotty, I don't want to be a bear killer. I've been thinking. I've been thinking hard before next trash day. i got to make some moves. I'll talk about it as well as in the news. Uh, we have dispensaries <laughs> treating washing money. Oh, literally washing money in washing yes. machines. That yep. sounds like a good story. I will tell and you then, a story. The reason why I thought of this one. I'll tell you a story. We'll also talk about Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. I don't know what those three words mean together, but <laughs> sign me up. If it's like a monthly subscription, I'll take it. Okay, before that, membership. Man, we got to get a membership counter, I think. Will that be effective? Scotty of DudeGrows.com. Trying to get to 1,000 members. Not trying. We're going to get to 1,000 members. Positivity there, dude. That's why I love this guy. Don't make Guru threaten a strike. <laughs> Scotty will have to come back, and he'll be doing the production work, and dear God. Oh, you ever look at those shows? <laughs> They are, they are nostalgic, I'll say. I used to do some production work for a little bit, then you kind of did it, and then we we had like four different, I don't know, people, but we got a solid team now is the point. Oh, we got a great and team. And this membership at $10 a month does help payroll literally around here, as well as buy equipment, mics, computers, all said things. I actually need another studio light. If we bring you the dank, if we've helped you grow, if you're entertained in your ears, help support us, $10 a month at dudegrows.com on the homepage. Goes well over there. Members, you get the hot deals every month. We're giving away banging prizes. We're giving away the rapid LED enhancement kit is what I'm naming it this time around. Uh, it's two Emerson boards, an exotic board, as well as a bluefish controller. So if you're not a grower, you're probably like, what the hell? But regardless, it's a great package to enhance anybody's grow game. Whatever you're growing with now with your lights, this can add to it and help bring the dank. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not a grower, this should get you started, man. You pop an LED in the middle of this, and all of a sudden you go from zero to 100. Lickety split. I like it. A few other monthly prizes for members coming down the pipeline. we got a rosin press. We have another Spectrum King 400 light. Dang, what else do we got, man? We're going to be hooking up with some good stuff. Please help support the show. 30% off recharge for members. Free seeds from Seeds Here Now. And 30% off. Don't forget the DGC outlet. I forced that thing to be open 24 hours now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> oh, it is open and is some good merch in there. Also helps support the show. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right, I won't say yes, sir, for the rest of the, uh, rest of the show. 
Yes, your bands. <laughs> Let's take it to some dank nugs. Why don't we all get a little iry here? Speaking of that, I'm going to start packing my bowl. But this is Waterboy. This is small, posted by Waterboy. I wonder if it's the Waterboy. Cool. Small footballs of Girl Scout cookies. Nice. So you're looking at a picture of a plant just out enjoying nature. It's like out in the woods a little, maybe a little gorilla grow, grow here. It says this plant, this plant is all bud. The yeah. size of small footballs. Girl Scout cookies outdoors grown in the southeast. Sister plant just beside it, taller with many more, but smaller buds. Part of the elements of surprise while working with seeds. Yeah, working with seeds definitely gives you some different attributes in each plant. It's very hard to have any uniform type. Um, but it's those look great, man. I, and I always say it's sun-grown, man. Sun-grown perps, perps there. <laughs> sun-grown is so good. Just It's a visually uh, – I just went and looked at my plant outside with the sun on it. It's just like a ah. – Oh, yeah. It's getting what it needs. It's getting you – know, actually, we'll talk about that here. The bullshit about that, dude. But I was actually trying to think what small footballs are. I was thinking like I don't – they're like those, uh, you know, Little the mini ones. ones. Man. Yeah. All right. Those are big fucking buds, man. I like that. Yeah, be careful on the outdoor with that. With the, I mean, there's not much you can do on the outdoor with bud rot. If it happens and you get some of it, you just hope you don't get too much of it. You know what I mean? Man. I hope you got suck. a strain that's resistant against it. Yeah, what a bummer bud rot is because it gets in the middle of it. It's not even like it's just on the leaves. You don't even see it's there. I didn't. The last time I got it outdoors, the buds look beautiful. That's what I mean. <laughs> yep. All right. What are you guys token on? Hey, I'm, I got some wedding cake here. Man, a buddy of mine grew this wedding cake, and it's freaking beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I actually, I tried to read a little bit about it. I went to Seed Finder, wedding cake, a clone-only phenotype of the Triangle Mints by Seed Junkie Genetics, and this Triangle Kush by Animal Mint. And uh, wedding cake, it says it was named by the Jungle Boys for its manila cake frosting aroma. And ready? I'm going to fake it. Ready? Oh, my God. Absolutely. I just get <laughs> vanilla cake frosting, like, huge. Oh, my God. That's all I can smell. Thank you. Uh, good one. Good one. I don't know how they With do it. Sir. Notes of, of white grapes and oak. Yes, but the vanilla cake frosting is just overbearing. Well done, sir. <laughs> nah, it's delicious, delicious weed. Gets you fucking high, too. I want to say it's mostly an indica. Oh, hey, this was interesting for growers out there. Grows tall and doubles its size in flowering. Has really good yields, real dense, and uh, aromas of vanilla, pine, and lemon. Yeah, oh, you're right. I was missing the pine. <laughs> I'm trying. I won't be as this. detailed as you're trying, sir, but I have. I was just, since I got the three samples from JSB Greenery, I'm token on the Blueberry Northern Lights Auto. Um, it seems like they're trying to make the autos out of the pop, you know, this great white shark auto. Like they're taking the popular strain names and turn, making it turn into an auto. Right. And uh, I'm getting, it's good. Like it's definitely, I would say there's no reason I would say, oh, that's, that's auto weed or that's not, you know, that's not good weed. Right. And uh, I can see, I'm trying to look at though the full, if there's a commercial advantage for growers to some, it depends on how you're set up, maybe where you're at, how many seasons can you pull off? outdoors with an auto or can you make more money on the indoors pulling off autos if it's market quality so interesting money stuff. dude what are you you're into the money you're all about the money dude simmer down now <laughs> money's part of part of uh stuff don't ever say it's part of everything because that's not true but uh, it's part so of not true it's so not true but yeah, I dig, man. If you guys, anybody else, uh, obviously, I will not stop you. Hit the contact on dudegrows.com. I got a PO box that accepts cannabis. <laughs> so if you want me to give it a try or, you know, shout out to somebody, I'm, I'm down. I'm game. Oh, that is the coolest. You got to say, that's awesome. 
So let's take it into uh, what's going on, man. All right. You ready? You ready? I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. Guru and I have been bullshitting about this because each night I've been falling asleep to this book called Intelligence in Nature. And uh, it's gotten Guru and I into some really interesting conversations because it starts off by talking about how like humans, you know, uh, human beings were thought to really be like one of the only animals that really had like that thought about stuff. I think they call it cognition, like the ability to think and like the animals and, and you know, even like the smaller animals where they were thought of as like machines, even like back in the day, like you think of Leonardo da Vinci looking at people, you know, human beings like machines and the mechanics of it. Well, cause there are things that are just like little biological machines yeah. in, in like on, on a bigger scale, not just a cellular one, like a jellyfish. They don't think, right? It, it has the most simple nervous system it can. It doesn't right. think. It, it's not cognizant. Uh, it's just opportunistic as like a predator. So like a bee. They were saying like when they stick in, this is kind of mean, but this is what happens at those research facilities. They stick a needle into a bee's brain and they're like, it makes an opiate. It actually makes something to try to kill the pain. So, And by the way, a bee- what? Yeah, fuck yeah. A bee will find its way home way better than I will. You drop a bee off in the middle of campus, like I said, it'll find its way back to its its hive way and, better and than I will. And bees are bees are really interesting too, because you could almost think of maybe that single bees not right. not cognizant. Right. But when you get the whole colony and they're able they communicate so readily with each other with like pheromones and chemical signaling between yep. each other that you can almost think of the whole colony itself. As being uh, as as being like in more intelligent than just the single bee, like, like yeah, the whole the whole sense. colony is like the brain, where a single bee is just a neuron in that brain. Yeah, that's what was interesting. Guru talked about that a couple of days ago, and it made me think. And then this book, the author of the book, starts saying, "Well, human beings weren't always as these independent, you know, uh, smart, independent people the way we were. It took us a long time to do that. You know, we were pack hunting and pack animals." Or we're hunting, you know, we really were like pack animals back in the day. You know, we evolved from that to have this intelligence. It took us a long time to have this intelligence. So, I don't know, it just, it just got me thinking about all these things. Like, when does it end? You know, I was doing this real baked about ants and how fucking smart and badass ants are as a colony, <laughs> as a community. But, like, ants fucking will... They'll just get a, have an enemy ant and just fight them one on one. They're fucking interesting. You know? Really, they have one on one fights. Are other ants watching? Yes, yeah, totally. And then this is what's so fucked up, man. They'll take the head of the ant that they killed and bring it back to their house and just keep it around, kind of like like a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> They're weird, you know. I'm like, are these things thinking? I mean, I, I don't understand it. But eventually, it got me thinking to plants. And this guy actually goes into plants and he just says, you know, the plants think. Do they remember? Do they communicate? You know, and it's like, do they have feelings, a consciousness? Do they get lonely, happy? What made me think of it is I just, uh, or you were talking about just root trimming your shit. And I was like, dude, when you cut the roots like that, I wonder if it hurts the plant. Like we just can't, you know, we just can't, they're communicating on a different level, right? They communicate via scents and, and what, uh, terpenes and all that stuff, right? Or is a shovel hurting the microbes in the rhizosphere as that well? That too. Did they, well, think about <laughs> what mycorrhizae is. Mycorrhizae is the fungal network throughout the, the forest that connects all the plants together so they can communicate together. You know, but think of think plants fucking, they, they uh, compete for food. Think about like competing root zones. That's fucking different plants competing for shit, you know, the same way that different people do. Man, I mean, it's you can only take it, I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, you're talking about actual consciousness and like physical feeling like pain right 
Yeah, well, here's the thing. All right, so before you make your decision, I don't know if we were talking about this or not, but they did this experiment, all right, where they, they decided to see how much cell, uh, how much calcium would go into the cells of, of a tobacco plant when it, was, when, when it was touched. So what they did was they put like that glowing gene, I'm sure this was like a Monsanto-sponsored dealio or whatever, but they took this glowing, the, what is it, a protein that makes the phosphorescent bacteria in the ocean glow. They, okay. put, they put it in the tobacco. And they, they made it so only when the calcium increases, when the calcium levels increase, it would glow. Then they went and they touched the tobacco plant. They literally just touched it. The thing starts fucking glowing, man. Like the, even just touching it would, would increase the calcium. It would actually make these thicker, uh, yeah, these thicker plants, man, just from adding more calcium to it. It was weird. No, they they would grow slower the too. would glow. Yep. Well, originally it was supposed to glow like if you added more calcium maybe in if, your nutrient regimen or no, something? If more calcium went to the cell, if the, if the, the cell of the plant had more calcium in it, if that, if that level increased, okay. it would glow. So when the calcium level rise, it would glow. And what I'm telling you is when they touch these plants, the calcium level would rise immediately. It wasn't like it took a long time for these things to response. It was like poking Like some, what, they're enjoying your company? No, no, it was like poking someone with a stick and they go, ow. You know, I mean, it was that quick of a, of a, re, of a reaction. And like I said, it yeah. slowed down their growth. Interesting. So in what way were they touching them? Like, in, like you know, oh, were in they violating way. them? In that way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, I thought that experiment was freaking crazy. This book talks all about what's it called intelligence in nature. I'm sorry, I didn't write the author down, but just yell it into your Oh, come on, no respect for the author. No, I, I feel bad. I mean, he's a brilliant guy. Actually, it's a really interesting book because he'll have these brilliant thoughts and then I'll be like, I walked into the studio and was offered a drink. I sat on the couch. I'm like, why are you telling me this shit, man? <laughs> but it's a good book. It is. Intelligence in nature, man. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. Speaking of nature, I'm trying to figure out this before I'm guilty of... You know, every, they say around here, a fed, like a, a fed bear is a dead bear, right? A bear gets into trash, it's going to remember. Like, I feel like I'm marked. It's going to remember that this guy at one time, I got some chicken wing bones out of his trash that I shouldn't have had there in the first place. Um, so it's like, and then at that point, once the bear becomes a nuisance or moves down into the not bear cool neighborhood down the way, they're going to call a conservation agent and they're going to come out and shoot the bear. They already did this once around me, actually killed two or three so far, and they actually shot one, and it wasn't proved fatal, and the thing ran off. But then it came back again, shot and wounded like Jesus. a week and, week and a half later, because it was getting hungry, and it remembered, hey, at least I can become a trash bear if needed. Oh, so man. I was like, and then different people are like, well, you know, you can get those, the bear bangs, you know? I'm like, what are bear bangs? They're like, oh, basically like a little quarter stick of dynamite. You can just get those either, uh, so they sell them sometimes at bat, bait and tackle, or over on the reservation because you can get anything on the reservation. You can get it from middle schoolers too, man. I'm like, so you can just buy a quarter sticks of dynamite? No problem. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I do love but, that. When I got to the nursery, when I got down in, in the central Florida, they were like, sure you can. And I was like, what the fuck are they for? And they're like blowing up dams and stuff. And I was like, all right, interesting. <laughs> Before I want to play around with, although it's temptingly sounds fun, something that can completely take my hand off, um, you just got to go to the root of the problem. It's access. So I'm going to have to step up and either get some really nice bear-proof containers because my neighbor's like, yeah, they're bear-proof depending on how much alone time the bear has with the container. But uh, basically getting something done, it's the evaluation of what is the main problem and how do we solve that. Instead of all the roundabout shit with throwing off fireworks and putting – I thought about like an alarm thing on my cans so when they move – 
but we're just going to eliminate the problem and uh, probably going to weld something up. Not me. I wish I knew how to weld. I'll have to learn. Three words for you, dude. Bear-proof suit. You ever seen that guy? Oh, you mean like <laughs> I get in the container and put like chicken grease around me in a bear-proof suit? You know, everybody's got uh, got their dreams. But no, I was actually thinking of something different, man. <laughs> They actually have this bear-proof suit that this wacko guy invented. It didn't work at all, but it really makes really good YouTube videos. I just maybe we just all have to move out of the bear habitat. You know what I mean? Basically, that's a lot of places. So anyway, think about that when you have your invasive species, though. People, is it you or is it the animals? Yes, yes, you're deep. Which one? Oh, you know, try pooping in the woods for a week, man. Let me know how much you like it. Um, yeah, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. It's not too bad, though, man. You got a out in the open. It's very easy to say, oh, we should, we should, uh, you know, protect the resources. We should all move out. Dude, there's like 8 billion people, whatever the fuck it is, man. You know, people got to live. You know, unfortunately, we got this huge population problem, so there's got to be a balance of it. Yeah, that's why the Illuminati is going to start putting it in the water so nobody can't work kids, all right? <laughs> Next show. Yes, chemtrails. (laughs) The guys were showing me something about the men in black. They're convinced that that's a real thing. I can't can't wait to see that video. Fair enough. Why don't we talk about our friends list check-in here on DudeGrows.com. You can find the friends of the DGC and coupon codes associated with anything from maybe you need some coffee all the way to some lighting to CBD oil. So we're getting, we're getting going deep with it. Who you got today, Scotty? Hey, I wanted to shout out to our boy Christian over at NectarCollector.org. I screwed it up. It's not HoneyBadger.org. It's NectarCollector.org. So he's <laughs> the inventor of the Nectar Collector. Uh, he's got the uh, guy with the Honey Badger. I don't know if he's an inventor. Yeah, he's probably the inventor of the Honey, honey Badger. Honey Badger's a fierce animal, isn't it? Any badger. I'm telling you, it's one fierce machine, one fierce uh, smoking device, I'll say. It comes with your, or I don't know if it comes with, but the complete kit has two batteries. So as soon as one runs out, you put the other one in. Man, this thing's fucking Ooh. for real. If All you right? want to see what a real honey badger looks like, look look up Stoffel the honey badger. On yes, YouTube. the escaping one. checked him out before. Aww. But he so was human cute. friendly. He was a pet. I want to see the ravenous ones going at it. <laughs> no, luck. just kidding. Good luck. So... A door prize this week, guys. This is still kicking the 250 mil of Mammoth. Or no, we got a new, or new, new, new you know door what? prize yet. Let's leave this roll for a day or two. I got something a day or two more. This one came in late last week, so let's give it its whole week. Okay. I've got uh, something lined up with James Bean, so I'll, I'll keep it under wraps for the day or two. This is the Mammoth Bio Control. Yes. Sir. Uh, if you guys want something to help your plants out, do. Oh, actually, just listen in. Did you guys release that yet with Colin, Dr. Colin Bell? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You should subscribe to the channel, man. It's pretty good. Is this the two where you guys discuss this product? Because I know you did two two episodes with them now. We discussed this product. We discussed thrips. We discussed kind of modes of action, how these things kind of work, and, you know, how oils work, what makes this different. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I hope it was interesting. I heard you can find that on DuGro's YouTube channel. Yeah. Wherever fine podcasts are played. All right, the calendar before we get into the news. Indo Expo Portland. So me, Scotty, and Guru are going to go hit it up, man, as well as JR Tokens going to be out there. I don't know if Uncle Jim's hanging. Shit, Fish Ganja's local. So uh, we're going to have some fun and go yes. to the Indo Expo in Portland the first couple of days of August, the first weekend of August. Looking forward to it. Mrs. Real uh, gave me permission. Yeah, so bring it on out. We'll do a little DGC hang somewhere, of course, and have a good time. There's a lot of good vendors. This is out of all the expos that they do. The one that I would say, if you're going to go to one, go to the Indo Expo. They've done a really good job. It always has been a good time in Denver. What's up? 
They've just done an excellent job with it through the years. They've kept that shit live. Oh, yeah, DGC Cup at Gmail if you're coming to the 710 Concentration Celebration, Denver, yeah. Colorado. Don't forget about that. Scotty's got, like, what, seven or eight professional, I guess I'll say, if you guys want to come and try out some dabs. You can do that. If you want to come to compete with a concentrate, you can do that. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, rosin presses. You got three or four rosin presses, it sounds like. Yeah, I just talked to Pedro from Pedro's Grow Room this morning. We're going to have him demoing the low-temp plates, guys, uh, guys' presses. We're going to see if we can get one or two of those. Pure pressure is definitely coming, and they're bringing their big boys. So for all you pros out there, that's going to be uh, somebody to check out. And, man, I'm interested in learning. I asked Pedro. I asked Jason from um, Dial-In Terpenes. Man, it's so hard to remember everybody's double names. Uh, but I asked them to come and speak and try to try to teach us all something. So it should be really cool. Heck yeah. All right. News in the news. You found here. Well, what, how didn't you have a story to inspire yeah. this story? My buddy calls me up and he goes, hey, you know, a guy that's in a similar, you know, a, a cannabis supply business, I'll say, you know, nutrients. And he goes, dude, our bank account got shut down. We're having, you know, having, a, having to get a new bank account today with a much different bank, a way cooler bank because it got shut down. And I go, oh man, what happened? He goes, they say that we deposited money that smelled like weed. And I was like, wow, <laughs> what a trip. I never really thought about that, but I guess it could happen, right? Yeah, and I think uh, this happened actually at Temp Needs Todd. He would sometimes get paid well, actually quite a bit in cash by growers for HVAC work and um, then be like, dude, why does this just smell like a big old stinky bag of weed? I don't know what guys are doing. Why? I mean, are you storing your your money with your dank for some reason? Because it's probably you're just your, keep them separate. Counting your money with totally fucking freshly trimmed hands, that might do it. Ooh, just general rule of thumb, though. Don't keep your money with your weed. Nah, it's probably bad. It's probably a bad idea. Don't keep it there, because if or someone guns, if someone comes, that's drugs. like two two va- If someone comes to rob you, that's two valuable things right there. Right. If the cops come, they always like taking money when they do drug busts. So just generally keep your money in a different place than you keep your weed. Come on, it's just your little storage box of money, weed, baggies, a scale. What if we're thinking <laughs> black market though? I'll tell you, when I went to Incredibles, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's handling much cash, but when I went there, the fucking smell in the whole place was just like weird. It was like the strongest cannabis smell you've ever smelled. You know, like times 10. It was like cannabis times 10. So you just naturally get it on your clothes and your hair. Yeah. It would be like going into a chain smoker's house, you know, where you just come out stinking. It was the weed version of the Celestial Tea Factory Mint Room. (laughs) It was. It was like, I never thought I'd say this, but this this is like so much cannabis, it's hurting me. Well, you don't have to put your money up in the bank, people. <laughs> yeah. Just like, no. But this one was talking about just uh, cannabis dispensaries are washing their money in washing machines, man, just to get the potent cannabis odors off the bills oh, before they deposit them into the bank. And I, I guess this is just dispensaries. I have no idea. You just put it in one of those delicates bag, you know, where like the little ladies undergarments go kind of thing, if you will. <laughs> it, it says uh, instead of smelling like cannabis, the room smells strongly of fabric softeners because some depositors <laughs> wash their money in a dryer before coming in. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. great. Why does this new bill look all worn? Still legit, but. Right. 2019 bills. All, fucking <laughs> be all right. Here's a fun one for you on a Hollywood life. Oh, I like that. I'm feeling more, you know, more empowered already. Hollywood this life. Says, Marijuana Pepsi, five things to know about a woman with a strange name. 
that has Twitter obsessed. You are kidding me, right? <laughs> yes. That's possibly this is, the best uh, name I've ever heard. William Shakespeare once asked, "What what's in a name that which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet? All right, enough of that. <laughs> Everything love coming, you reading Shakespeare, dude. This is something new. Everything was coming up for roses uh, um, for marijuana, Pepsi, Van Dyke. On June 18th, as the Milwaukee Journalist Sentinel published an article about how she earned her doctorate, from Cardinal Stritch University in May. The post blew up on Twitter as users had to double check the name. Her so, name, wait, wait, her name is Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke? Wait, and if she's already got a doctorate, her parents had to be pretty progressive people to have named her that in like the late 80s, early 90s? Yeah, but you're right. She's Dr. Marijuana Pepsi now. Wow. She says, uh, here's the five points. That's right. She goes in her quotes. I'm going to be called Dr. Marijuana Pepsi, she declared as an incoming freshman, and 10 years later, that proclamation has came true. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke earned her PhD in higher education leadership. Her dissertation topics, perhaps due to her experiences in an African-American with a unique name, was black names in white classrooms. Wow. Hey, teachers' behaviors and student perceptions. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, we have such an oddest, awesome audience. When marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke gets married, what do you think? She, who do you think she should marry? What do you think her new last name should be? Marijuana Pepsi. I can't think on the fly, but come stoner. on, there's got to be some be good stoner. ones. Stoner. <laughs> that is. There are people with the last names. That would be great. Marijuana Pepsi Stoner. So huh. her mother picked out the name. Here's a quick history. It says people. Make such a big deal out of it. I couldn't get away from it. Marijuana Pepsi told the journal Sentinel. Credit her name to her mom, Maggie Johnson, who picked the name. Her parents were of the post-Woodstock era when cannabis was rampant. And they would cool off with a Pepsi. <laughs> what is going on? Marijuana's aunt, Mayette Jackson, told the journal Sentinel in 2009. I thought it was crazy, she said, but they were such fun-loving people that it suited them. Marijuana's sisters have relatively common names, Kimberly and Robin, but their names never trended or tweeted, did they? Marijuana. Trended on tweet Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, I don't know. I guess it must be, you know what's funny about that is she's had like however many 30 years to get used to it. So for her, she's like, get over it. We meet her. We're like, what the hell did you say? I would just, would have like, yeah, like you're in a, I don't know, whatever setting. It would just be tough because every conversation starter you're going to be like, why, why is this person messing with me? Somebody said, hey, I'm Marijuana Pepsi. I'd be like, why are you fucking with me right away? We just met. The nah. funniest one is number five. <laughs> What's what that is say? it? It says Marijuana Pepsi doesn't like either. Dr. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke doesn't drink alcohol or soda, save for the occasional fruity soft drink and an ice cream float. She says she prefers orange soda. As for smoking cannabis, she's never tried it, not once. Fucking phony, man. Get rid of her. Get her <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, since we're having fun, it's time to go to the memes. Oh, man, these were making me laugh, brother. These were making me laugh. Come on. All right, click on the first one. The first one here by Vladdy Batty says, This is for you, JR. This is no, JR this, Jr. This is Junior. Remember we were talking about the Strider bicycles and that race, the Strider bicycle race last week? And it was like those little kids riding. The, they were, couldn't even pedal the bikes. It was like these four-year-olds competing in the bike race. Yeah. So this says, it's a picture of that. It goes, Junior learns that love is conditional and highly competitive. And it says, <laughs> welcome to the Tour de France of toddler racing. Win or mommy won't love you. Oh, come on. <laughs> Nobody says that. It's hilarious, though, man. They might think it. 
Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't think that either, or you probably, yeah. Oh, or maybe, shit. yeah, it's just some weird psychological Freudian, but that's good. That's good. This next one's by R.C. Dank. Yes, for good. Moments, moments in history. We're looking at what? This is like a, is that a kind of? That's, that's a, a wolf. Kind of, that's a full-on wolf. Like, you know, read what it says. It says, human, this little, like, caption cartoon bubble above the wolf saying, humans at a campfire. It's cold, and I'm starving. Maybe I should ask for some scraps. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> and it says 10,000 years later. It's a pug in a birthday suit, like knitted at the birthday cake on the top. And you say, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. One. That is fucking funny, man. Who Luckily, is that? my dog is much closer to the wolf than the pug. Right. R.C. Dank, man. R.C. Dank. All right, we'll round it out with Lemon G.F. Always good here. And this is hilarious. I don't know. This just made me laugh. It says a real quick low effort meme. Says the we're looking at two dudes. One's uh, who is that? Fighter? I don't know. The one's like a badass mixed martial arts fighter with his belt over his chest. The other's me and my fucking uh, Big Lebowski <laughs> Jesus T-shirt with the DGC belt on, and it just says the picture of what you ordered online versus what arrived in the post. I mean, what arrived in the mail? <laughs> Come on, that is fucking classic, man. I'll Mine doesn't it. look like that. All right, man. We're almost ready for shout out. So you got one more, like what social media mean? I seen this meme, man. I thought it kind of summed up a couple things. I, I found this interesting. It says we are all the same. Okay. Well, first off, it's like a chocolate lab, a black lab. I don't know. Two other mixed color labs, you know, labs. There's a yellow lab and a yeah. golden lab. There you go, fancy pants. And it says, we are all the same animal. And it just says, racism is stupid. And I thought that was really cool because they are all the exact same, or at least they're all the same animal to me. And uh, I, I just thought that was a really good representation of, of how I think and, I don't know, I think how we all think, no? At least us, the guys that are, yes, are on the mics. Quite- we are all human, I guess they're suggesting, but I don't I, believe all of us are human. I do want to say, I honestly do want to say being a progressive person, I will not vote for a male white dog this year at the International Dog Show. <laughs> okay. I just want, not a male white dog. All right. I heard right. somebody say that. They're like, whatever, I will not be voting for a white male this at 2020. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, that's pretty fucking sexist and racist. Miss Progressive. <laughs> all right, That's all I got. Shout out. Yes, how about Cloud Bound and Sugar Cootie 20? We'll give it up to Bud Maker 2112 and the Green Room Hydro. I like the microbial explosion <laughs> and Benji Bird Zero. Go to Super Crop Shop and Sir Hams. What's up? Always got time for Doobie 420 and the Terpene Queen. Yes. Who's the Terpene King? I don't know, but I like it that way. That represents our 4.7% female uh, listenership, so we appreciate yes. you. All right, peace out, guys. Stay high. Take we'll be back. Easy, guys. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new 
Just look at how he's being paid 